Well, hello, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in to Chapel Chimes Podcast. This is a podcast devoted to chiming in on what's going on in our culture, inside the church, and outside the church. Please like, subscribe, and share, and we'd love to hear from you. Now, without further ado, Chapel Chimes. Well, hello, folks, and welcome to Chapel Chimes. This is Pastor Dallas Payton, Jr. We thank you for, once again, uh, tuning in to Chapel Chimes, where it is our prayer that um, something that is said will be a blessing and a help to you. And today we want to look at something that um, uh, just I've had on my mind. I'm not going to this one probably one of the shorter podcasts that we've had um, in the upcoming weeks. We're going to talk. I've got some interviews lined up and we're looking forward to that. But but I want to address something today that that I have heard um, over the years and uh, have heard it even recently. In fact, it's kind of been a problem probably for many of us throughout our lives. And this is the title of today's podcast, and that's this, um, what to do when you just don't fit in, or maybe you've asked, maybe you feel like, hey, I just don't fit in, I just want to talk about that just a little bit today, and uh, we hope it'll be a help to you, Lord, I, I come to you now, and I pray that you bless in these next few moments together, I thank you for folks that will listen to this, and I pray to encourage somebody today. I uh, pray you'd uh, maybe save some soul that needs to be saved. We pray for that, but I pray you'd help us. We love you, and we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I'll start off by asking the question, have you ever just felt like you didn't fit in? Um, maybe as you, some folks will see the title of this podcast and say, you know, I think that's one I'll listen to. But I think as from the beginning of time, there has always been the feeling of certain people, probably since the fall, of Adam and Eve and the fall of mankind into sin, there's always been a, a feeling in our society amongst people that maybe somebody doesn't feel like they fit in. Um, and this is not something that I would necessarily preach about from the pulpit. One of the reasons we started this podcast was to deal with things that um, we would not necessarily deal with from the pulpit. Um, when we When we read Scripture, I think there's a lot of things that um, we could talk about, but I want to begin by just talking about the fact that there there is a phenomenon, I think all of us feel it at certain times, of not fitting in. You say, Preacher, what do you mean by not fitting in? Well, let's think about this. Now, if you, if you, don't, if you don't fit in, you don't really need me to describe this to you. You know what this is like. We all have it from time to time. Um, I think young people, I've, dealt, I've been a Christian school administrator now for 22 years, and I've been a youth pastor, I've been a pastor, uh, young people in particular really battle this because they're finding their way in life. But invariably, uh, the scenario would be something like this. There's a, I always think of a lunchroom, and there are uh, several kids that sit together, and there'll always be one kid or two kids, depending on the size of the crowd, that'll be off by themselves, and the other kids are not including them. And they don't include them for various reasons. And there's a lot of psychology and a lot of study on this. But that kid, that child, that student, that whoever, by the way, it's not just kids, it can be adults as well, just doesn't fit in. And they go home and they maybe tell mom and dad, hey, I went to school or I went to the ball game, whatever it may be, and I tried, but I just didn't fit in. Maybe you're at work and 
everybody at work is going to go to the bar and you don't want to go. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. Or maybe they're going to go to a ball game and you think and you feel uncomfortable. Or you weren't asked to go to that ball game and you live your life that you just don't fit in. Now there's several reasons I think and, and I don't have all the answers. I don't have time in a podcast to go into all the great detail of psychology on this. But I want to begin by saying this. There, this phenomenon is real. This is not imagined. There, there are, there's always been. If there's, you know, seven people, there'll be a schism in it. You know, four will hang out with each other and three will hang out with each other or five and two. And there's a reason for this. And I want to explain this just a little bit. If you listen to this, there's a reason. And part of this reason is because everybody has different personalities. Um, let, let me just say, there's been a lot of study, I won't get into that on, on a podcast, and whether whether you believe it's Christian or non-Christian or biblical or not biblical, I think obviously when we see in Scripture, there are different types of personalities in Scripture. Uh, we see Peter comes across in Scripture as outgoing. Uh, it seems that Moses may have been more backward in his answers to the Lord. Uh, we see throughout history. You know, I, I did a whole study, or I did a whole, I read a whole article, I should say, about uh, George Washington, the father of the United States, and how that his temperament and his personality uh, helped him to be the general that he was. That in certain other times and certain other battlefields, he would not have been as good because of his personality. Uh, in fact, I think it's Tim LaHaye that wrote the book that was used, and we've used some in our church, on the temperaments. And I think some of that is just as plain as the nose on your face. The introvert versus the extrovert. Somebody is outgoing. Somebody is not as outgoing. Uh, some people maybe are more attractive physically. Maybe they're better speaking. Maybe they're better educated. There are a lot of factors that come into um, whether a person feels like they fit in or that they are a part of the crowd. Uh, you know, help me, I don't fit in. I mean, we all battle that in some ways. If you love sports and everybody likes sports around you, you're going to fit in. But if you love sports and you go maybe to, a let's say, a school that don't even have a sports team, you would not fit in. Uh, and I think most of us understand this. Some of this is common sense, but it can be very disheartening and very discouraging. As a pastor, I think about maybe somebody that comes to a church and they don't fit in. They are new, for example, or they do things differently. They don't fit in. That can be very tough. And uh, maybe somebody, Satan uses that against them to keep them out of church. Maybe a family member says, I don't want to come to church because I won't fit in. You know, the fa it's a well-known cliche. You know, if he comes to church, the ceiling will fall in. Uh, I hate that, by the way, but but what they're saying about that is is they really don't feel comfortable. Uh, they don't feel right. And I've heard people say, I went to church, I can't find a place where I feel at home, for example. Uh, and if it was just church or just school, but it happens a lot. I've, I've known people that feel like they don't fit in with their own family, that their family is, you know, say, like I grew up, I battled this a little bit in my own life. Uh, I am not a musician. My family in particular, my dad and, and my, that side of my family are very musical. They all can sing and play and do whatever. And I just had no desire or ability. And I can't tell you how many times, especially growing up, that I felt like I just did not fit in. Uh, I was, you know, the, not the ugly duckling syndrome, but I was just a, you know, 
I was the weird kid, I guess, you know. Uh, and so I understand that. We all battle that. Let me say this, too. If you're listening today, say, man, I just don't fit in. We all battle that in some way, shape, or form. No matter who you are, there's always going to be a time where maybe you don't feel like you are fitting in. And so I just want to say that today. I want to do this on a podcast because I think it's a real issue. And there's a lot of factors. Personality. Uh, it can be socioeconomic. By that I mean, you know, if you don't have a certain amount of money and you go to a place, let's say you're a poor kid, you go to a school that, you know, the people there have a little bit of money, or you're you're in that. I mean, you're not going to fit in with that crowd, let's say. And it's not necessarily your fault. It's just that's the way things are. That's always been that way. Let's say you're not educated and you live in a community that is educated, or let's say you are highly educated and people in your family are not highly educated. Uh, whenever there's differences in human personalities, there's going to be the feeling of inadequacy or the feeling of being pushed away. Uh, so that is just a fact. Now, I will. I do want to say this before I, before I get into how to deal with it. I do also want to say that we as Christians, we as preachers and teachers and leaders, and just as everyday Christians in our, in our own walk, we need to be... We need to remember that there are people who feel uncomfortable, and I believe as Christians we need to go about, I really believe this all my heart actually, to love and to show attention and to include, Just to say, I'll just put it that way, that person that maybe is not our exact personality or doesn't do and say and act the way we think or like within our parameter. That doesn't mean you have to be their best friend, but they need to be included. I, I, I use the illustration of, and I, I remember going off to a to a very, very big college, uh, and you know I've I've been used to seeing kids be ostracized, but I went to this college. It's several states away, huge college. I go in. I'm in the lunchroom. My wife and I are eating. I look over, and there's a college age girl, uh, you know, normal looking girl, just sitting there, totally by herself. Looked like. She had, you know, lost the world, so to speak. Now, now, I could be totally wrong. It's a total judgment on my part. But the Lord just kind of put on my heart that, hey, these type people are everywhere. There's always somebody for whatever reason. Sometimes a person wants to be alone. That's a totally different podcast, and that's that's fine. But they're, they want to, and I remember sitting there, and I thought, why are they with, there's thousands of people here. There's thousands of people in this room, but this person's sitting by themselves even at that college level. And I realized this is a this is a an issue everywhere. And so we I want to just establish the fact, number one, that that people sometimes don't fit in, or at least they don't feel like they fit in for a lot of different reasons. Now, you say, Brother Alice, that's me, Pastor Preacher, that's me. What can I do? Well, I don't have any hard and fast rules, but I, I would I just want to give you a few thoughts. Uh, today uh, about not fitting in, okay? Uh, number one, let me say this. Everybody everywhere fits in with the Lord. Uh, the Lord loves everybody. It doesn't matter your skin color, which that can be a reason people ostracize. It doesn't matter your language. It doesn't matter your background. It doesn't matter your uh, your bank account, whatever. The, the ground at the foot of the cross is level. So number one, understand that, and which is very important, by the way, because if you get that, that you are special in the eyes of the Lord, you have a lot of confidence in your life. 
because you know that God loves you no matter what. So that's number one. We have to get that out of the way, and it's it cannot be stated enough that your 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 worth is found in Christ. Uh, let me let me say number two is this, and 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 I don't have any any you know uh, statistics in front of me right now or any studies done. I'm not getting too deep in this, but I just want to share it in a podcast form. And let me say this: secondly, there's nothing wrong with not fitting in. Let me just tell you that. There is nothing wrong with not fitting in. Uh, I think history would show that many of the of the great accomplishments that have been in history have been through people that are somewhat peculiar. <laughs> There's famous stories of, of folks doing things that, uh, you know, holding their left arm up in battle, uh, you know, not eating salt and pepper, uh, uh, thinking that, uh, I mean, just all kinds of different things. Uh, standing up in the Jeep, I mean, uh, having being superstitious, I mean, uh, people not being able to be around them, I mean, you know, all kinds of, of uh, peculiarities. And they were genius-level people. I mean, uh, they're different. You know, I went to the home of Thomas Jefferson at Monticello, and, and, you know, Thomas Jefferson was a different person. I mean, he, he wrote down the weather every single day, what was going on outside. And uh, I don't know that everybody in his day did that. They may have, but... But I went away from Monticello thinking, man, this guy, he's a genius. He's brilliant, obviously. I mean, founding father. But he was different. So let me say that, number one, the Lord loves you no matter what. Number two, there's nothing wrong with being different. And then I want to say this, number three, and this may be something you haven't thought about, but did you know that everybody's different? Like I said earlier, if, if, if you love sports and you go around people who don't, you're going to be the different one. If you're a computer geek let's say, and I mean that with as an endearing term, you, you know, computer whiz, I, I should say, uh, those who don't know how to cuddle a computer, they're not going to feel comfortable around you. If you're old, older, let's say, uh, and you're around a bunch of young people, you may feel, you're going to feel like you don't fit in. Uh, if you're young and everybody in the room is, you know, 40 years older than you, you may not feel like you fit in. We all battle this at certain times. You are not alone. Uh, you may go somewhere else and fit right in. Uh, so don't let just a certain area, uh, church, school, home, job, whatever it may be in your life, uh, don't let that influence you because they're not fitting in either. In fact, many times the one that you think is the coolest, the one that you think is fitting in, the the one that you think has got it all under control, they're not fitting in either. Uh, you know, they're they're ostracized themselves. They were they were the same way when they were younger. And they figured it out. Let's say. And so, number one, the Lord, you fit in with the Lord no matter what. Uh, number two, there's nothing wrong with not fitting in. Number three, everybody uh, battles this. Number four, I would ask you this, and this would be a little bit more probably harsher, but I would ask if somebody feels like they don't fit in, have you went out of your way? The Bible says for a man to have friends, he must show himself friendly. Uh, have you went out of your way to be friendly? I think sometimes, I know in my life, uh, you know, I said, man, I, I feel ostracized. I feel out of place. But then I'm like, well, what am I doing to make everybody else feel like they're in place? I, I visited a man, uh, it's been some years ago, and he, he was kind of complaining about people not visiting him. And I said, well, let me ask you, have you ever visited anybody yourself? And he kind of looked at I knew he hadn't. And uh, he realized, you know, I hadn't done that. And so what part do I play in it? Am I, you know, do I want, if I go, you know, like, for example, as a pastor, if I come to church late 
and then I leave early and I don't speak to anybody and then I go say, well, I'm not fitting in. If I go to my job and I sit over in the corner and I don't do anything with anybody of my coworkers, then I might not fit in. And by the way, I don't have anybody in mind. I mean, I think this could be made across America. Uh, but if I if I'm on the ball team and I you know I'm going to pout and whine and cry and not speak to anybody on the ball on the sports team, whatever it may be, uh, you know I may not fit in. And so I got to look at my own self. And 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 I've dealt with this some in my own life where I'm thinking. You know, I don't feel like I fit in. I feel like, you know, uh, I used to have a little song I'd sing at home almost as a as a joke with my family. I'd say, nobody loves me, nobody cares. You know, and they just kind of look at me like, what are you talking about? And we can we can play that. And uh, uh, because this world can be cruel and mean, and there can be smart alecks, and there can be people make fun of you. If you've put on weight, I've had weight issues in my life, and people will make fun of you. Uh, I grew real quickly when I was young. I got made fun of for, for being tall. I got glasses. I got ostracized and made fun of for uh, having glasses. Uh, I have an accent. I'm from West Virginia. You know, we get made fun of all the time. We uh, West Virginians will see somebody from an, from, from West Virginia. Uh, we'll be in another state and see them. And, man, we, we don't know them, but because they're from WV, if they have a WV hat on, man, we're, we're, they're our best buddies. And, and we kind of we're the state that don't feels that feels like we don't fit in, so we all have that, and we got to ask ourselves: Am I doing what I can do to be as kind as I can be? Am I going and making myself available as well? So that's that's something to to think about. And then I would say this also: uh, I would be patient because a lot of times, if you give it some time, you fit in more than you think. Um, you you don't always know. I think of. One of my best friends in school, when when I first was around him, I, he had heard that I wanted to get in a fight or some silliness, and you know he was real quiet around me. And I thought, man, that guy hates my guts. Well, we ended up becoming later on the best of friends. Uh, he was a little bit of an introvert, and uh, I didn't know it, and I wasn't as idiot. I was a I was a big silly goof off, and and he realized. He said, man, I didn't know you was this goofy, and we become fast friends. You know, some of my greatest friends have been folks who are very introverted. And it took a little time because they didn't open up at first. But I was patient, and I got great friendships. And, and if you're listening to this today and maybe you're an extrovert and you have a friend that's an introvert, hey, be patient with them. Uh, understand people go through things in life. And uh, sometimes that the very person that you think is uh, not uh, that doesn't fit in or doesn't or feels ostracized, you may fit in tomorrow. I mean, you, you fit in more than you think. In fact, people behind the scenes say, you know, I really like them. I, I'd like to really get to know them more. Uh, so be patient. And then I would cl- say this as we close today, uh, is I would say pray. And I know, you know, it's, well, that's a pastoral cop-out, but I really would. If it's really an issue, and, and by the way, it can be an issue because, I mean, you could have something really that's that's bothering you and, and you need the Lord to really help you with it. Uh, there are times, you know, when I, I would uh, when I I'll just share this with you. I know when I was being called to preach, uh, part of the reason it really held me up from preaching was because, um, you know, I was, <laughs> I just didn't know if I'd get up in front of people and, and speak. I just didn't, you know, I know how preachers got treated already, and uh, I just thought, man, I don't, I don't know if I could take that, you know, the constant looking at your life in public, and uh, I didn't know if I could do it, uh, and. You know, the Lord just called me and I, you know, prayed. If, if, without prayer, I'm not naturally bubbly and outgoing. I don't naturally want to do a podcast, for example. I just, it, over time and 
and prayer and, and, and hopefully following the Lord. Uh, the Lord has given me some help and some victory in this. And uh, most people would not think that, that I'm, uh, you know, an introvert, even though I'm right on the border of really being an introvert or an extrovert. And, and so prayer, and if it's if you're in a situation at work or at school or, at, you know, uh, family, whatever it may be, and you feel out of place, you feel weird, you feel like, hey, I don't fit in, uh, you know, ask the Lord to, to be with you, to help you, to maybe touch their hearts. Or maybe, you, maybe you're listening to this today and you know someone, so it's, I'm not the introvert, I'm not, not fitting in, but I know somebody who really battles this. I would ask you today to pray for them. And, and, and I'd ask you to pray for me. Uh, many times I, I will walk in a room, and I don't know if it's anxiety, I don't know if it's some, something in my mind, but many times I will walk in a room, even as a pastor, even as an administrator of a Christian school, even as a dad and a poppy and a husband, and I will feel like that I'm the last guy that anybody here wants to see. And I will feel that same thing, that I don't fit in. And so let me say something to you. With the Lord Jesus Christ, we fit in. We're all weird. We're all different. But with him, we fit in. Well, we're going to stop today on the podcast. I hope that you'll reach out to us. You'll let us know that it was a blessing or maybe something you disagree with. I recently had somebody call me, had a disagreement with some things we said. We understand that. We'd love to hear from you either way. Uh, we now have, of course, a Facebook page. You can reach out that way. You can reach out through Twitter. And you can reach us through email. Uh, we'd love to hear you here on Chapel Chimes. Lord, I pray as we close this podcast that you'll speak to hearts. We love you and thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen.